Greetings, dear, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Working Experience, a very warm, open-arm audio embrace and a squeeze. This episode is brought to you by my company, One Circle Media. One Circle Media is a hybrid digital agency and media content creator. We create and design apps, websites, videos, social media content, and physical products. We are artists, directors, designers, producers, coders, editors, thinkers, makers, and creators who embrace story and creativity from design, web and app development, animation, docs, features, TV shows, digital and social media content to physical products. For our clients, we create content that builds networks and audiences across multiple platforms. Check out our work at OneCircleDigital.com and OneCircleBrand.com. If you work for a network, studio, brand, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain, reach out to me at John at OneCircleMedia.com. I'd love to hear from you. This episode is also brought to you by an app that I created called Still Believe. Still Believe transforms a picture in your home into video proof of your child's favorite magical characters. With the app, parents can catch the magic of the tooth fairy, leaving money under their children's pillow or Santa delivering presents on Christmas Eve in their home. You download the app, take a picture, and we create the magic. We utilize feature film visual effects artists to transform your picture into video. Just tell your kids that you have a special app that can detect and capture the tooth fairy then present them with the video proof in the morning. The look on their faces is priceless. Your Still Believe video is created in minutes, and you can then save it to your phone and share it on social media. The app is available for the iPhone and Android, and it's free to download. Our aim is to bring joy and wonder into the hearts of children around the world. Check it out at stillbelieve.co. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Working Experience. The working experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on Stand the- clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, we need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? And HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. To stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. They're moving in a different and after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was wow. moving his Sexual toenails at his desk. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I can't. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Working Experience Podcast. This is Maddie Kay. And John, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. We're so glad that you're here and listening to Two Buffoons. Um, you've probably guessed that John and I are utterly socially awkward, inept, socially incompetent, uh, is probably a better Yeah, we could, we could literally go on and on about our social deficiencies. Yes. Um, now let me just throw in here. I, I know we like to try to stay on topic, but we never do. Yesterday... One of the greatest days of my life. I was in the supermarket, and they announced free cheese over the intercom. Free Ooh. cheese. Are you kidding me? 
free cheese. Who does I, I, lo- I love the, because it reminds me, have you been to Costco? Uh, I've been to BJ's, which I think is kind of the same okay. thing. So in BJ's, do they have like the free food stations where they're letting you oh, on a test Saturday, out the packaged goods? And ev- on you a Saturday always morning, see... you can you can eat a full meal. It's wonderful. Oh, you de- you definitely can. And it's what I love. It's like it's meant to taste it, so you buy it. But you always got those people who are just taking it <laughs> like a meal. Yeah, like they're literally going up for third, yeah. fa- fourths, and fifths. Yeah. No intention. You know, uh, I, I got kind of sucked in at one point a few years ago to buying like the big packages of frozen burritos and stuff. And it took me about a year to realize this is gross. <laughs> like, I don't need this. Well, I mean, all, all of that stuff. Oh. I mean, we, we go to Costco and we'll get like, you know, packaged good, you know, stuff that we use all the time. Yeah, like paper towels. But in general, unless I'm having a party, like I'm not really buying my, you know, my meat or my food there because you literally need an army to get through that stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I mean, it's good for some stuff, but unless, if you have a family of like five, then yeah. And and for like paper goods, it's good. School supplies, things like that. I just, I want, I want to go in there and get like, I get a cart, the boys get a cart. We get three carts and we fill it up with cheese puffs. <laughs> like literally 50 you, you know you know what I'm talking about? Those, those barrels yeah, of cheese puffs. Barrels of cheese puffs. Just get I'm um, just get 50 of them. <laughs> and all around your house on the walls and on the light switches <laughs> orange cheese smudges everywhere. Just you know, and your hey, wife is like, "What is this? What's going no, on?" No, no, no judgment. We love our cheese puffs. Yeah. Um, so free cheese, pretty good. But to get back to the um, very, very socially awkward nature of this podcast, and uh, John and I, I this uh, medium, the medium.com, which um, for anybody who doesn't know, that's a place where people publish a lot of things. I've published some stuff there. Actually, some guy started following me a few days ago. I I, I've I've published stuff there, but my my numbers are horrific. No, my numbers are awful. Um, probably because I publish drivel, and I use the word publish in the most loose term you could possibly mm. use. Anybody P- pu- can publishing to an audience of one yourself. Exactly. Um, so this one here, I'm not going to say who the author is. So I don't like to throw people under the bus like that, but. This is the completely audacious guide to breaking the ice. And it says, <laughs> use, use this set of easy, no-fail no fail conversation starters to build relationships with new friends and colleagues anywhere in any situation. This is no-fail, John. Well, you know, Matt, let me just interject here. Hell doesn't exist. <laughs> In my world, but if hell did exist, this this article would be it. This is great. I love this. It's broken down into sections and then subsections. And I mean, if this isn't social, I feel socially awkward just reading this and just imagining the types of scenarios <laughs> that I would be in and the response I would get to these things. You know what it is? I I mean, all of these questions, if 
they were presented to me, my response would be go F yourself. I mean, that, that would be my response. You know, th this lead off is great. When I first researched, researched ways to better connect with others, I love that, researching it. <laughs> You're boiling it down, getting the stats, making but, charts. But, you know, it's what's crazy about this is forming relationships with other human beings is, is an organic pro. It can't be forced. Yes, it can. Do you can. know what I mean? Like, no, it you can't. can't you just once read you this get, article. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Once you get a playbook, <laughs> you've completely lost the whole meaning of it. But and everybody knows. Like everybody, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody sees it. I know that you're like it's. It's like you're an actor reading lines that have <sighs> no context. Like there's no there's no context for any of this. I love this though. When I first researched ways to better connect with others at work, I advised leading with a question like, describe your perfect day. However, oh, after the other person that I asked looked me up and down and replied alone, <laughs> I realized that going straight in with a bold question may not be the best way. Like, you know what it is? There's always an agenda to this crap. There's always... Oh. Sales. It's always the, the it's, yeah, it's a sale. It's the yeah. it's the shoulder rub, and you can see it on the person's face. Totally, like you can just read it. Totally, they've rehearsed it. They're thinking about it. They have to remember it. It's like yeah, a they're, lie. they're looking for their. When am I going to jump into this conversation? You know, when's the most ideal time for me to to jump in with my my thoughts? My segue. Uh, that is completely Ugh. contrived. Like, a conversation is like a tennis match. Like, you know, you you can't swing at the ball the same way every time. You have to swing at it according to the ball that's hit back to you. That's a conversation. Like, somebody says something, you respond to that, you have an organic conversation. You know, unless you're in a meeting, which is, you know, is meant to be contrived. You know, but this is a script, which is inna Absolutely. innately fake. So here we go. Um, conversation starters in professional settings. So he says, after many trials and even more errors, I discovered the power <laughs> of leading with the following type of opener. Can you imagine being like this guy's guinea pig? <laughs> oh, imagine God. this guy in the office. You can easily, you just so <clears throat> picture this guy. Sorry to interrupt. Over the last few weeks, I've been asking everyone I meet their opinion regarding this one question, dot, dot, dot. So apparently... I mean, I mean right there. If you can't see through that... All right. And, and right there. I, I would fill in... So you have to fill in the question. So I would fill in with, what do you think of my rear? Is it big? <laughs> Is it saggy? You know, I'm approaching 46. I feel like... My cheeks are sagging. Everybody get in there and get a look. <laughs> get a yeah, look. What um, do you guys think? I, I, I need your opinion about this. My uh, Recently, over the last couple of weeks, I've had a really bad case of hemorrhoids. <laughs> Would you guys. mind just taking a peek back there? Just a quick, just quick peek. See where we're at. Totally see where we're at. <laughs> see where we're at on that one. I'm uh, thinking of um, cheating on my wife with a she-male. Now, is that oh. really cheating? 
because you know this book. What do you what do you guys think? It's just an opener, just an opener. You know, that's that's a perfect. That's an perfect. icebreaker right there. The the, the she male is is a good icebreaker. Throughout this guide, there are a handful of bulletproof icebreakers that you can use to leave with. I love this guy uses the words no fail, bulletproof. And the the mental image that you should have of this guy with his icebreakers is banging his head against a sheet of ice that's two feet thick. This works especially well in professional settings as it cushions your introduction to an engaging and memorable way. Everyone likes to be asked their opinion, and chances are you'll learn something interesting about the person, too. (laughs) Okay, now we're going to get specific. Conversation starters at a networking event. Um... Your first mistake is being at a networking event. (laughs) I just... I, I, I don't want to, you know, take up too much of the podcast with this, but it's like just trying to picture this guy in his office, just like listening to three people having a conversation, just standing there waiting and, and like he's waiting for his cue and then comes in with, sorry to interrupt over the last, you know, it's everybody's like talking about their, you know, their weekend or. You know, well, the guy, I mean, the guy is like a, he's like a walking commercial. Right. Like, whatever yeah. this guy's name is, like, who's the real person? That's <laughs> right. what I can't, that's what I can't stand. It's like these networking events. It's like how, hey, can you share my article? I got this new, you know, everyone's pitching something. There's always an angle. How about, how about being authentic? How about being you? Yeah. Yeah, right. Hi, you know, my name's Matt. I, uh. You know, I run this business, and I was wondering if I could tell you guys about it. You know, no, I'm just always trying to angle in with like the, you know, just what's what's your deal? Like, just tell me what your deal is. I don't know. You know, like pitching a script. Like, you don't have to angle me trying to be like, you know, my buddy. Just you know, what what do you got? Maybe I'm yeah. Look, this is this is what I got. Either yeah. you're gonna like it or you're not gonna like it. No, no, no. And no, no, yeah, no, no, no. no harm, no foul. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna get in there. This is what I call. And this is, I'm going to coin this, okay? These are conversation wedges. I wedge my way in there, <laughs> right? I get in there. I get the opening. I'm waiting for the opening. That's it. These you got to always... crack it open. Yeah, they're always like waiting to exploit an advantage. All right, so uh, number one, why was your best boss, best boss the best? Okay. Oh, God. That's... The worst. Could you imagine just like talking to a regular guy and asking him a question like that? Like no, this, no, this. I would never, ever ask that question. Ever. What, what one quality is mandatory to be an effective leader? Mm. <laughs> imagine saying these things. <laughs> I would say screaming. To be an effective leader, you have to scream yeah. all the time. All, all the, the time. time. You, you have to scream and lie. Yep. That, that's that's my response. Yep. Number three. What is the greatest lesson you've learned from one of your mentors? Oh, Jesus. Oh, here you we go. You know what this reminds me of is like, you know, when you go and I guess the, the best analogy is like when you go and buy a car and you sit down and you know the guy is reading the script, right? Yeah. You yeah. say something and, be, and then they use your first name. Well, let me tell you, John, <laughs> have, have you ever... Have you ever, uh, you know, driven a car? You, you know, it's like, or 
you have a sm- that new smell of that car? Oh, I see your I see your kids are uh, I see them kicking that soccer ball around. Yeah. Well, the Honda's got a lot of room in the back for that soccer ball. You know, it's like they've done the same script for the last twenty five years, and you're like, look, man, just. Let's cut all this crap out. You're going to go back to your manager and come back to me. Here's the price I want to pay. Yeah, You're going to, right. what, what I do now when I buy a car is I contact three dealerships. And I don't want to speak to the salesperson. I want to speak to the manager, the, the manager of it. And I say, here are the specs. This is the price. Can you do it? And then I let him know that I'm talking to two other of his competitors. Right. If you give me this price and I come in there, and give you the check, and you give me the car, we have a deal. If I have to sit with one of your goons, no deal. Right. Yeah. I mean, actually, buying my car was relatively painless. The guy was pretty good. We just test drove it around. But it was like, you know, I went in there, saw the, the well, Subaru. Well, that was, a, that was Subaru, right? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, as I've got a Subaru, too. And I've got to say, it was the least painful experience. Yeah. The, the one thing he did keep trying to like he didn't keep trying to push me into a lease but i i could kind of tell he would i don't know if he makes more money or they make more money yeah you you, you don't lease a subaru yeah so i was like because no. the subaru is it's a very vet you know it holds its value you right. lease like a car that sucks you know that's just a terrible car and I even like, then a lease is a bad unless you own a business don't lease a car i i like to lease a better car than i can afford of it's course. All, it's all about perception. <laughs> and, then, and then stop paying that right. the yeah. lease bill so that they right. come and take the car. <laughs> and then I go lease another one. It's good. Right. Um, right, exactly. Just take it. Take it. Okay, so here's number four. Okay, picture you. Uh, you're going to say to me, oh, hey, Matt, what do you do? So we're at a networking thing, so you say that to me. You're going to say uh, that. Uh, right? Number four? Yes. You, All right, you if say you could to me. Take the... No, no, no. You say to me, hey, Matt, what do you do? Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, Matt, what do you do? John, if you could take the stage tomorrow <laughs> and give a talk about anything you want, John, what topic would you use, John? That bang. Oh. Right there. I'm in, right? You you oh. want to be in business with Maddie, right? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm whipping out my checkbook <laughs> and just signing away. And you're going to look at me and go, well, Matt, I think I would talk about effective leadership. I would talk about the importance of mentoring. <laughs> and that That's how that conversation would go. You yeah. know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how more people just just they don't they just give up. This is pure insanity. This the, article. The questions above work. I love how he explains this to you. The questions above work well in both one on one and group settings. All of these can start a great debate, and all of them generate more uh, generate more than one word answers, aka the enemy of all conversation starters. Oh. <laughs> I like to go to networking meetings and go. Do you have a job for me? I, I really need a job. Do you, can I get a, do you have a job? I'll, I'll do anything, <laughs> whatever. Just I need a job badly, and then the guy just goes no, and I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> and then, then off to the next guy. Off to the next. Do you have a job? <laughs> yeah, I need a job. All right, number five. Hello. Oh, here. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, so, uh, hello. Sorry to bother you. Hello. My oh. fail safe at a networking event. My fail. This guy couldn't be more confident of this this technique. Fail safe. Uh, what other words did he use? 
I don't think he used guarantee, but he used other words before. Um, the following question. Hello, sorry to bother you, but I believe we share a mutual friend. Now, what if you don't? I guess you just make one up. The, the, the answer to that question is, I have no friends, leave me alone. Yeah, I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, the beauty of the question above is that it's very hard to walk away from and can be recycled again and again <laughs> as you work your way through an event. I mean, does this have to be true? Uh, you know, I, I would not. just love to have a body cam on this guy <laughs> at a networking event. Just to see. I want to see the face. I don't want to hear the, the responses. I want to see the facial reactions of people as he's delivering this crap. <laughs> well, here's what you do after. A very easy way to get started with this is by checking out the event page to see who will be in attendance. Then do a cross-reference to see... <laughs> <laughs> this, this. <laughs> oh, oh, I know a Bob Smith. <laughs> this guy is awesome. I mean, it's almost like, is this a joke? This, this like, can you write this this, this literally could be an episode of The Office. Then, Very literally. Then do a cross-reference to see if anyone interesting shares any mutual connections. Facebook and LinkedIn make this too easy. However, I cannot recommend enough verifying with your friends that they do indeed have a relationship with the person you're eager to meet. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy. Do your, I do this before any social event. Forget networking. The, the, the funny thing is, is at these networking events, right? If you're successful, if you've made it, you're not at these events because you know there are people like this guy who are trying to angle into some bullshit conversation with you. Don't you think like these networking events, it's all people like him and nobody like... Correct. Correct. Nobody there has any. They're all looking. It's, they're it's, all looking. Yeah. Right. It, yes. It's like a, it's like a bunch of actors being at a party together and no producers. Correct. Because I like, was at a I was at a dinner with, um, we'll just just say I don't want to I want to name names. So it was this group of people, and there was one guy there. So it was couples, and there was one guy, and he was a friend of. Another guy that I knew. I, I don't want to give. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so he, we're talking, and he's like, "Oh, John, what do you do?" So I explain, blah blah blah, and then he starts talking about what he does, and then I slowly start to realize that this guy is in like network marketing, like multi-level network marketing, and then he's pitching me to come to a marketing event. Awesome. And I'm like. I'm like, no, you know, I'm good. And he would not take no for an answer. Of course Like, not. literally was like a pit bull on me the entire night to the point where it just ruined my dinner. It just, I wish I had known this before because I would have literally told the guy I worked at the post office. Like, yeah. I just, just, Matt, this went on for well over an hour. Everybody else was having, you know, a great conversation, and I'm sitting next to this guy who's trying to get me to come to these stupid networking events. God. And like, I, to the point at to the end, I, I was very rude about it. Like, I literally he would he would talk to me, I wouldn't answer him. I just like almost turned my back to him. 
And then literally, I'm saying goodbye to the guy, and he's like, oh, you know, the next one's in two weeks. We'll see you there. I'm like, no, no you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. You will most certainly no. not see me there. I <laughs> See, that's the thing. If I was that guy, or I was trying to be that guy, and I was sat next to somebody at a dinner. I said, yeah, I'm doing this thing. You know, we're having a networking thing in a couple of weeks. You know, maybe you want to come. And if the person was like, yeah, you know, I'll think about it. That would be it. Like, I don't have the stomach to keep going. You know, yeah, but you know done. what? I didn't even, once I knew what he was doing, I wasn't vague about it. I was right. like, no, I am. I, I'm not going to go to that. I don't, you know, I, I said it in a nice way at first. Like, I really, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I Like, I've have you know, decades of connections with people and, you know, yeah. I, I have my own way of, you know, connecting with people and it's not at these events. I was nice about it, but I didn't even beat around the book. I didn't leave the door open. In other words, like I wasn't like, oh yeah, you know, I'll think about it. Well, as soon as someone said that to me, like, like you said to him, I, I would not have the stomach to keep going. No, Matt, he, like, you've said he no. went, he started at the appetizers, went through dinner all the way to dessert, oh uh, all the way over coffee. He's still pitching me. I don't know how people do that. Like, I just, it's just because they're told they're, they're, they're training. They're like, don't take no for an answer. I know, but like, can't, when does the guy ever go out and just enjoy a meal? Like, or, or you know, anything like never, that? Never, never. He's, uh, this guy's always on. Like, if I tried to sell real estate and I brought a couple out to a house and said, you know, it's, it's got three bedrooms, it's this, that, and whatever. And they said, no, nah, we're not really interested. I'd just say, okay. You know, like, that's it. I, I would figure that's the end of the conversation. Apparently, that's why I don't sell anything, because I can't. I couldn't sell ice in the Sahara. I mean, I mean it's like, <laughs> all right. You, <laughs> you actually know? would be a great real estate agent. You would just be? Just unexpectedly popping in, oh, dropping. Yeah. Oh, I was, uh, hey, Bob and Sally, I was in the neighborhood. I yeah. thought I'd come over for a little quick chat. Yeah, yeah right. You keep dropping in on them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you keep on dropping because you know where they live. Right. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, I was yeah. just driving through, and I had some... how's how's the kids, the dog? Oh, you know, talking, chatting, talking, yeah. chatting. Yeah, and the whole time you're just trying to get around to uh, to just dropping the old sales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you bring home. Yeah, the, the old wife made a uh, lemon meringue pie. I thought I'd bring. <laughs> I thought I'd bring it over. And you've got, like, in the back of your car, you literally have 50 lem- lemon meringue pies that you picked up from Costco. The old wife who whipped it up. <laughs> Meanwhile, your second wife has divorced you already. And you're, you're eating the lemon meringue pies. You, you, you invite yourself in, and you're like, by the... By the 25th house, you've had the equivalent of like five cakes of lemon meringue pie. <laughs> yeah, I like, oh God, I have to go in again and do this. Oh my God. Dude, I got to sit down and yeah. eat another cake. <laughs> and then you're just weeping in your car. Honestly, like, I just, I, I would really, oh. I went to the supermarket yesterday and aside from oh the free cheese, which was, you know, uh, amazing, uh... You know, went to the checkout line. The, the cashier is there. He's been there for years, this guy. Always really nice. He's very professional. Friendly without being, like, <laughs> overly, you know, like, yeah. in your face about it. 
you have any coupons today or anything? No? Okay, great. And he's just the, the most pleasant guy. And I think I'd just rather do that. You know? Yeah. Just great. Well, nice you, you got to, you, you, sorry to interrupt you, but I was just laughing because I read the next title in this article, which is Conversation Starters in the Office. In the Office. Oh, how do you like this? So, from the article, in an office setting, there's another lead you can try using. Quote Recently, my friends and I have been arguing about the following topic. Would you mind being the tiebreaker? No. Absolutely not. I do not want to be the tiebreaker. First of all, you don't have any friends in the office. Everyone can't stand (laughs) you because of this, because of what you're doing. And you know, it's this lame, it's the lamest, like, you think Tom Brady is actually the greatest football player mm. ever to live, or is he just the best quarterback? Or oh my god, Cru- just crucify me, just just burn me at the stake before you ask me that question. In the next five years, which skills do you think will be most in demand? What type of job mm. do you think is the most beneficial for someone starting out in their career? Like, why would I ask my colleagues these questions? I could never picture asking my fellow teachers these questions. Just like. Is follow your passion good or terrible advice? You you should actually uh, do it. W- yeah. When do you when do you go back to school? Uh, in a week. Yeah, I mean it's so out of character for you. You should do that. You like verbatim ask these questions. Right, just out of no. Well, no, you know it's better read them off an index card. <laughs> <laughs> I carry the cards around with me, and they're and they're organized with colored. Uh, paper clips according to section and subsection right uh, yeah and and always a good thing is like you run into someone you corner someone and fumble through your index cards right so and it's you're trying to it's, it's trying to get like an organic interaction but you're fumbling <laughs> your way through it and i i i start off with like uh what was this one here sorry to interrupt but i haven't interrupted anything so it's the wrong question and then I, <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, just because it's on your index card. And then I'm like, you're not interrupting anything. You've already cornered the person. Yeah, the person's just standing there. Sorry for interrupting. And then I realize I'm looking at the conversation starters at the networking event when I should be looking <laughs> in the conversation starters in the office section. Ooh, that that's that's yeah. tricky right yeah, there. You're you're alone. There's yeah. nobody around, and, and you lead in with, um, sorry to interrupt this bustling conversation. There's just there's nobody around. Now that we've had a handful of ways to initiate conversations at work and networking events, let's dig into some ways to start conversations with your peers at school. Like, this whole thing is nonsensical. I'm going to skip this over this. Is not, this stuff. is literally nonsense. Like, why, why would you be at networking events but you have peers at school like i don't understand what he's getting at here this entire article could be boiled down into this advice be a human being right just in with your interactions all your faults and everything prejudices and likes and dislikes just be a human being and just be honest that's it no 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 how about question 13 if you did not have to sleep how would you spend the extra eight hours? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, here we go. Introducing yourself. All right, this is good. So this is another subsection. I like this. So instead of leading with, hi, my name is Michael, 
I found much greater success. <laughs> greater success? Like, how do you... Okay. <sighs> I found much greater success ending the conversation by sharing my name and asking for theirs. I really enjoyed speaking with you. I only have one more question. My name is Michael. What's yours? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is brutal. Oh, this, is we... really, this is really... This is my hell. You're reading my hell. I love this. He has a little... Uh, he has a model exchange here with someone named Liam. Me. Yeah, I yeah, really... yeah this... Yeah, wait, before, before you read it, it says, it says in the article, not only that, the conversation ender above is guaranteed to get a smile. Guaranteed. While also opening the door for an easy transition <laughs> to be made when asking for contact details. Easy <laughs> transition. This is utterly exhausting, this guy. I, I love guarantee, fail safe. There's no way this misses. Uh, here we go, a little scenario. Me, I really enjoyed speaking with you. I only have one more question. My name is Michael. What's yours? The person you are speaking with. My name is Liam. Nice to meet you, Liam. I would love to continue this conversation at a later date. Is it cool if I connect with you over a link? Is it cool? You know what? I think this is because we're we're both men. I think this is how women must feel to constantly be hit on oh, yeah. with like canned lines. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Remember that? Con- I don't know if it's uh if it's around anymore. The magazine Maxim. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I don't know. I don't know if it... That was big in the 90s. I don't know if it's still around. It was like Maxim. There was FHM, I think it was called. Yeah. They, they, were, they were all like... Right. Not Playboy, but but definitely in that... Almost Playboy. Like, there was no nudity or anything, but... And they would have these things like, bring a lighter with you out to a bar. Even if you don't smoke, someone's... You know, and this is... Oh, well, yeah, brain. just useless. Oh. Yeah, these are like that. You're right. Those things like about how to meet women. And, right, can you imagine being a woman and <sighs> you're on the receiving end of these dorks who actually oh, would say... Oh, God. Did it hurt? Yeah, and they, and they, just, they just won't take no for an answer. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's not good. Okay, next section. Conversation starters. <laughs> <laughs> I hope... Well, no. You know what the good thing is? You can play this podcast back again because this is a lot to take in. All right. Next section, conversation starters in social settings. Subsection, conversation starters at the gym. Oh, (laughs) kill me now. Kill me now. Oh, I love this. Some of the conversation starters below you may find cheesy. No, I, I can't even imagine that. While others hit home. Your job, like anything in life, is to be like Bruce Lee. (laughs) 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 and adopt what is useful reject what is useless and add to what is specifically your own like don't you just go to the gym and work out no god this guy is bringing up bruce lee i mean really starting a conversation at the gym can be tricky why do you want to start a conversation at the gym yeah why i don't know I, I think this flexing and sweating. No, you know this is not social. This I think this is all an extension of networking. Like you're always you're like a shark. You're always wherever you are. You're looking for that mark. You know you're looking. I only start conversations. Well, I find the best way to start conversations in the locker room when both of us are totally naked. That's when oh, I yeah. dive right. That's in. when when the when you're. 
when you're dousing yourself with powder, yep. that's when I like to start. Hey, uh, you need some gold out. bonds? And, and I'm getting real deep in the recesses, in the sweaty recesses. And yeah. I'm just, it's just like a powder cloud around Reason me. Up. And, and I like to stand too close <laughs> to another guy. Yes. So our yeah. junk is, is separated by mere inches. And then yeah. I'm like and, I like... and I like to shake. I oh, yeah. shake back and forth and yeah. do, you know, do some stretching, yeah. you know? Yeah, naked. I, I did notice, really, as a, they closed the health club I used to go to, but old guys, they love talking to each other naked. I don't know what yeah. it is. Yeah, it's, I think it's, uh, it's like from the Russian bath days. Yeah, the Romans and all that. All right, so at the gym, here you go. Guaranteed. Uh, let's see, he recommends um, self a mix of self-deprecating humor <laughs> as well as a subtle compliment. Okay, there you go. Um, I, I love I love the advice uh, of be funny. Sure, just like hey, be funny, <laughs> be funny, and let me scientifically break down to you how to be funny. Okay? Right, you know, uh, hit him. Read a couple jokes. You know, yeah. memorize them and and then hit him with a couple of jokes just to soften things up. You remember the things guy. Up. Uh, when you and I went up to Maine to visit our mutual friend, Tom. Right. And, and he had that roommate or that housemate who, who came into the living room. We were sitting there waiting for Tom. Oh, yes. And this yes. guy, just for our listeners, uh, we all went to college together. Our friend Tom was living up in Saranac Lake, New York. So John and I drove up there to see him. And he had this, uh, he lived with his brother at the time and this uh, younger guy. And the guy comes in. And John and I are sitting there. We don't know this guy. And he just walks in. He's like, hey, how you doing? He goes, hey, did you guys hear about Bill Clinton and da-da-da, something about the oral office? And we're just... <sighs> it was like he was auditioning in a comedy showcase or something. Yeah, he was doing stand-up for us. Yeah, well, because it wasn't apropos of anything. No one was talking about Bill Clinton. And it was like a joke with a punchline. And it's like, that's not uh, really how people have conversations. I mean... Look at number eighteen. Is it even possible to get to get six pack abs if you have a soft spot for booze? Are you kidding me? I love this. Would one. you would you literally ask someone that? No, and I wouldn't know how to respond. Like, if or, or what came, about this? Go ahead. What are you say? I was going to say if someone came up to me and said, "When starting out, is consistency more important than intensity?" I'm like. It's just like, what are you talking about? And why are you talking to me? I don't know you. Yeah, just get away from me. Go ask a trainer. Like, right. I don't work here. Yeah. Get away from me. What about this one? Do you have any uh, tips on how to stay in shape for someone who travels for uh, a lot for work? Are you <laughs> joking me? The conversation starts above work well with meeting new people at the gym. Why do you want to meet new people at the gym? I don't really understand. Oh, I love this. Because you're, you're always networking, Matt. Whenever, whenever, however, when all else fails, <laughs> when everyone has walked away from you and threatened you with bodily harm if you keep bothering when the, them. When, when these questions result in them threatening you to call the police you use this one this would one you, you got to have in your back pocket would you mind sharing with me a few hacks to stay motivated to exercise <laughs> every day <laughs> jesus 
place, this guy. One time, there was one time I was in the health club, and I was lifting weights, and there was this young, which I don't really do anymore, I don't really get anything out of it, and there was this younger guy who was big, I mean, he was obviously a bodybuilder, and, you know, we were, uh, I was just kind of sitting there resting, and, you know, he was like, hey, how you doing, da, 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 and he said, oh, I noticed you were lifting those dumbbells, and this, well, it turns out he was a, he was a trainer, and at first I was like, oh, God, like, because, you know, some gyms, I guess, they hang around and they try to, like, get clients. Right. And then, right. but it turns out what the guy, he wasn't trying to get business. He was just a, you know, nice guy. He travels up and down the East Coast and he goes to inner cities and talks to kids about health. Because he was like, you know, a lot of, like, they can't afford to go to gyms. They live in apartments. It's hard for them. You know, rates of obesity and asthma and things like that. And I was like, oh, wow. It's, you know, because I used to teach in the South Bronx. And um, it was hard for kids, you know, to, like to stay because you you know oftentimes in the winter you're cooped up in these tiny apartments and it's you know that kind of thing so that was like you know we had a good conversation he was like you know i noticed you were trying to lift like you know so much weight and he's like honestly you should just lift like lighter weights and do higher reps and i was like okay because he's like eventually you're gonna hurt yourself and then you're not gonna do it anymore and that, that was good advice he didn't come up to me and say uh is a low carb diet actually better? <laughs> like it was, it was a, it was a natural conversation that we had that was helpful, and he had no agenda behind it. He was just like, "Hey, just chatting," you know, like to give people advice, and there you go. Um, okay, so here we go. You, you got, you got to go on to the next one. Subsection conversation two. starters at a party. Oh. How about number 19 for a leadoff? Are oh. you in sales by chance or a professional speaker? <laughs> Could you imagine hauling your wife around a party and asking oh. people these questions? And you're just yes. like, Gene, Gene, listen, this is how you network at a party, okay? Just, just, just watch me. Watch me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up to this woman. Um I, you look vaguely familiar. Do you happen to be a porn star? <laughs> that, that's a that's a great icebreaker. That, that's when you hear a, a, a glass break on the floor and it's silent. <laughs> it's, you're like uh, Sarah. Sarah, go out to the car and get me the section. <laughs> I, I brought in the wrong cards. I told you to organize and color code these for me. No, that's what you need. And you're you're fumbling through your cards. No, these are the ones for the gym. No, these are the ones for get me the ones for the party for the party. Come on, you know what you have is uh, you know not not the, the 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 colored paper clips are good, but you need the colored index cards. Oh yeah, the blue yeah. sections the gym, the red sections the party. The yellow section's the office, and you know you're you're saying it, Jason. Jason, go out to the car and get get the yellow section. Get the yellow section. <laughs> All right, we're we're um we're get, we're getting long on the tooth on this stuff. He's still got more of this stuff. I mean, oh. this is just he's got conversation starters with children. Wait, hold, hold on. Wait. No, number you number never twenty. Do that. You should <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Number twenty is hi. My name is Mike. How do you know the host? Which is whatever, you know. Fairly, but fairly under it, he odd, says, yeah. much like a margarita pizza, 
this is a classic for a reason. <laughs> it works. Well, I mean, do you have to put on a list that you would say that to someone? Right. That's it's just exactly. Like why do you have to remind yourself if you're at a party and you see someone you don't know, like, oh, how do you know Jay and Kathy? Like that that's I don't need to put that on a list. I would kind of okay. know to say that. I love This the, is I was going to say with the conversation starters with children, you should hang around a public park and practice these. <laughs> I was going to say, 21 and 22 will surely get you arrested. What's your name? Wait, don't tell me. Is it Hulk? All of a sudden you hear, ah! Someone's beating you with a bat. And you're in cuffs. Hey, what? Oh, here we go. Interesting conversation starters in specific social situations. He's got even more subsections. Conversation starter went on public transportation. <laughs> Conversation started when speaking with the parents of your kids' friends. Conversation I, I starters. I literally, I have to meet this guy. I about, have to meet this guy. Conversation starters when sitting next to a celebrity. <laughs> this is like a parody. I mean, is this guy for real? Public transportation. Can you imagine rolling through New York on the D train and being like, "Sorry to bother you, my friends and I have been arguing about <laughs> my friends and like, I have been having an argument. You might be a tiebreaker. You'd literally get punched. Talking, taking a year off before starting college is a good idea, right? Could you imagine asking certain people on the D train that question? Oh, good God! He loves the tiebreaker thing. Someone sitting next to you at dinner. Online to get coffee. Conversation starts to... Oh, we're going to have to devote another podcast to this. This is just too good. Um, but sorry, yeah, we are, we're we approaching 45 minutes. So, oh, this guy is great. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Next time, we got to get into the avoid. That's a good one. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, hey, listen. Next time, uh, what I recommend is find this article on Medium... Sit down with color-coded index cards and break this down, right? Yeah, and, and, and also, it's I would read this article a minimum of 10, maybe even 15 times. Memorize Really it. let it absorb, get, get it into your DNA. Yeah, yeah. And don't worry, you won't come off like a fake douchebag or anything no. like that. No, <laughs> it's going to lead to more networking, yep. more connections. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, you'll literally be a superstar. People are going to say, wow, that Matt's really an engaging guy. Jeez, do you hear those ice you know, you know this. You know, this reminds me of is like, you know, the, the attempts of the human robots and the way they respond yeah. and people like <laughs> laugh about it. Yeah. If you do this, people will think you're a robot. I love. All right. I'm just going to finish with this. I really admire the positive energy you have. Would you mind sharing with me your secret? No, wait. <laughs> Let me guess. Alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> and then the person turns and looks at him and goes, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've been sober for 12 years. Oh, what's the con I, what, What's the comeback for that one, buddy? <laughs> oh, God. It's like a mixture of like bad dad jokes oh, and just, just being an inappropriate human being. 
But, you know, I know people I could picture reading this and using it. Yeah. I, I do know people. So so do, so do I. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening. And uh, use this advice, as always here at the Working Experience Podcast. We want to give you practical advice for improving your life. Yes, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode. And as always, please uh, share this with friends and family on social media. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app, the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.